Hello all and welcome to episode 80 of the Hillcrest Duo recorded on Saturday, March 3rd, 2018. I am your host, Brad Risto. You can follow me on Twitter at OutsiderBrad. I am joined alongside my co-host, Metal John. And you can find me on Twitter at Metal John Radio. And this is, of course, episode 80. We do have a lot to talk about this week. We are going to touch on the most recent episode of The Walking Dead. New show that we're watching on Netflix, Everything Sucks. Yes. Um, I, w- I want to touch in really quick on the teaser trailer for Wreck-It Ralph 2 that came out. And, of course, it is March 3rd. Tomorrow is March 4th, Oscar night. And that's where we spend the, our bulk. But first, let's start with what I wanted to. Let's talk about the Wreck-It Ralph trailer because... For me, Wreck-It Ralph is one of my favorite Disney Pixar films. Mine too, and, I, I agree. And it's the one that is probably the most criminally underrated of all the Disney Pixar ones. I, I agree, because I think I think the main reason why is because I think that movie appeals to me and you. Well, yeah. It so, doesn't really appeal to kids as much. Like, it doesn't have, yeah. like, the cute characters where that, like, all the kids want the stuffed animals, they want this, they want it, that. You know, like, all, all the other movies, they have their, their characters that everybody loves, and they gotta have the stuffed animal. Wreck-It Ralph really doesn't have stuffed animals. Well, and it also was the one that came out, and I'm, uh, could be wrong, the next Disney Pixar film that came out, um, after it was Frozen, and... Then Frozen killed everyone. Yeah, and Frozen sucks. I like Frozen. You liked it? Oh, I, it was okay. you know, I only went to go see that movie because people wouldn't shut up about it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go see this movie. And I was really bored the whole movie. Now, I did like Olaf. I thought he was hilarious. <laughs> I, I mean, I love his little song about like a snowman in the summertime. Yeah. I love that song. Um, Josh Gad was good there. <laughs> but <laughs> everything else about the movie sucked. It, it's one for men, for little, for the um, younger kids. No, for, it's for little girls. girls. It's not even for little boys. Little boys like that movie. I'm gonna be like, dude, watch some other Disney movies. Come man. on, it's got that one guy, Sven, and his reindeer. I don't like him. You don't like the reindeer? Everyone likes reindeer. No, I like Olaf. But That's um, but let, but yes, Wreck-It Ralph two coming out. Teaser trailer. Wreck Ralph wrecks the internet. John C. Riley and Sarah Silverman reprising their roles from the first one. It looks really good. And just the last joke in this trailer just absolutely destroys me every time. It is so telegraphed what's coming, but it is perfectly executed in every part. Yes. You see the little girl playing the game. Ralph runs in. You see how the game works. Penelope comes out with way too many pancakes. And you're like, oh, going to overfeed them. What's going to happen? Just explodes, just scarring a little girl for life. <laughs> Poor Bunny. Poor Bunny exploded. Poor Bunny. And I just want to know what she Bunny, saw. Bunny, Bunny blows up. I, I'm a little disappointed that they starved the other one. I yeah. mean, the, the one that's supposed to be eating the milkshakes. Well, it didn't bring out any milkshakes. The she bunny. only she bought out a cart full of pancakes and no milkshakes. So the other, the, the kitty sits there with no milkshakes while the Bunny gets overfed. Yes. And the bunny explodes. So I'm sure at that point, the kitty probably learned a lesson. Probably said, don't eat everything that gets put in your face. Time for a diet. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, we do want to talk about, we're going to, let's um, uh, move on really quick um, to, um, do you want to do um, Everything Sucks? Yes, Everything Sucks. So Everything Sucks, the new Netflix series about high schoolers in the 90s. Yeah. Well, first of all. We all know Netflix is basically putting out an original series pretty much every single week. There's an no, original no, no, series. No, 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 no. Every 
flipping dice. 700 so that are going to release. Really, That's two a day. It's hard to filter which ones are good, which ones are bad. But the nice thing about Netflix, since it's free, you could just tap on a, tap on a show, start watching a little bit of it, or maybe watch the trailer of it, and then decide from there if you're going to keep watching it. So that's kind of what happened with me, and everything sucks. I'm on the train. Um, I just finished watching Coach Snoop, which was the reality show on Snoop Dogg's football team that he was coaching. Nice. Uh, it was actually pretty good. Um, so as soon as I finished that, I'm like, all right, now i got to find the next show. And then all of a sudden, just the, the homepage opened up with this Everything Sucks, uh, and then it kind of gave a short, uh, you know, recap of what the show's about. It just says, you know, high schoolers in the 90s, and I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> so I was like, I'll watch. And uh, so episodes are only 28 minutes long, 25 it's a, minutes it's long. A sitcom. Yeah, it's pretty much a sitcom. And I was like, all right, I'll watch the first episode. And I was like, wow, this is really good. And it's just nerdy kids in high school, like kind of in their little clique. Uh, I believe they're freshmen, freshmen or sophomore. Yes. The, fresh, the, the main kid is a freshman. Yeah, so they're early in high school, and they're just kind of adapting to high school life. Because um, I only saw the first episode, and I really liked it. First of all, I feel really bad. I really liked the music. Mighty Mighty Boston's Blues oh Traveler. My, dude, just wait. And Oasis. Just, just wait. I mean, now... Mighty Mighty Boston is one of my favorites, by the way. I'm a, I'm a ska guy. So, so when I was in high school, I didn't listen to any of this music, but I knew all these songs because of MTV. You put on MTV, you see the Lance Morissette music video, the Blind Melon, B-Girl music video, Wonderwall. Wonderwall plays a huge part in episode two. I won't spoil anything. Oh, cool. I don't really want to spoil anything with the show yet. I've only watched two episodes. You've only watched one, but after two episodes, I love this show. Now, I will give you the warning. And maybe you got the same vibes. I picked up a lot of Stranger Things vibes while watching this, only because it's kids, they're in high yeah. school, they're in a set time period in the they're, 90s. Well, they're obviously and, trying to tap into that in terms but, of sitcom. But, yeah, but it's more of a sitcom. It's it, it takes me back to, like, the old, like, Boy Meets World, step-by-step, yeah. uh, full house type type show, but a little edgier because it's on Netflix. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm a... It is it is edgy. Um, uh, in the first but, episode, you will see edge by the yes, end. Yes, yes, you'll see. <laughs> we'll see some moments. Uh, but it, it there's no sci-fi to it. You know, it's just a coming no. of age high school. Yeah. Uh, kids. I would say it's rated R slash PG thirteen. I haven't really seen much. Yeah. To, to I, I make like it Lucas. a hard. I'm. I like the principal. First of all, I want to say I'm really pissed off because their high school starts in late September. When I was in high school, I was starting in the middle of August. Yeah. I'm like, why did they get to start so late? That but ain't fair. I, I mean, I think by the time we tape our next podcast, which will be in a few weeks, yes. me and you will both have finished the show, and oh, we'll yeah. do like a full recap with spoilers. But I'm telling you, after episode two, I, I, I love this show. So I really don't see it going downhill from here. I can only see it getting better and better, even if it just stays on par. Um, But this is a, a, the type of show... Like I said, 25 minutes is the first episode. Yep. You're going to know in the first episode if you're going to like it or not. Yes, and I was an AV nerd, so I love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, just wait. Again, man, episode two. I wish you would have watched episode two last I night. I was going to watch it this morning. I just didn't get to it. Oh, um, there's but, some really good stuff in it. Yeah, let us, let us move on to... Um, it was Walking Dead was last, yeah. uh, last weekend. Episode nine. Honor. Nine. Honor. Yes. And, you know, a lot of people are giving it high marks. I'm like, you know, this one seemed to exemplify the criticism I've had with The Walking Dead. By and large, it's misery porn. It's just everything's miserable, bad, sad. 
And also, they have done one of the first tick, bo- tick one of the first boxes of um, a, a show that might be coming to the end soon, and done the "It Was in All a Dream" episode ostensibly with the fake future forward. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, the it's it's a box, the lost ripoff, <laughs> where yes. it's like, oh, let's show a fast forward. That's uh, not but real. That's though. not real. So it it's not really a dream episode. Santa Claus, uh, but it's, it's close it's enough to being a dream. It's close enough to being a dream that they've knocked off their first box of. Okay, it's the the wrapping it up time, and you know you're in season eight, and uh, actors get older, so yeah, you're they're probably only like three seasons left, I would say personally. Yeah, I think there's about that left, maybe not even, maybe only. Well, two. that would be on the the long end is yeah. three seasons, just because actors are going to get restless. You're going to be losing obviously Norman Remus to probably starring roles pretty damn soon. Yeah, if not sooner. But. Yeah, I, I agree with how you're feeling about the show because I, I, in a way, I'm the same way. But what this has turned me into, like, I'm watching these, like, our main characters, the good guys, Rick and his gang, and I have just, like, other outside of like Daryl and Carol, like, nobody's a badass anymore. Like, that's what I'm, I'm kind of like. Becoming, well, they're they're becoming more human, but that's... yeah, but but they they were human before the apocalypse. And the apocalypse is supposed to turn them into, like, all right, badass, survival. You know, Rick at first was, like, one of those characters that was, like, all right, everybody, we're all going to get along. And and he was, like, he he was okay with, like, everybody getting along and everybody doing their thing. And then he became more of, like, no, I can't just let anybody who wants to join our group join our group. No, he became yeah, the rictator. He, yeah, exactly. And then he became a badass. Like, if he saw something he wanted that his group needed, he got it. He wouldn't. Well, you know, that, that's the, he, he had no shame shooting somebody in the back to get something he wanted, see, which is when he turned into a badass. But now he's turning into a little baby. Well, you see, that's the thing. It's supposed to be the dichotomy between him and Negan, who is Negan's that, the best character on the show. Well, it's all that taken to extreme. It's whether um he's going to embrace his humanity or embrace the feral side that Negan has, and if they follow the comics. I mean, obviously they've diverged. Obviously in the comics they beat Negan, and instead of killing Negan, they throw him in prison. And I guess in this one they'll probably kill him just because um, the actor who plays Negan, whose name right now escapes me off the top of my head, um, Thomas Wayne. Thomas. That, that's oh, how you almost fell for it. <laughs> I hate you. You're a horrible human being, a nasty child, but the comedian. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> the comedian. But um, obviously he, he almost was going to want to do starring roles and. Having him in their back pocket would be nice, but my guess is they'll kill him off in some way. Unless they go and come incredibly bold and say, screw it, we're going to make him the star. Well, speaking of killing off, I mean, uh, I actually couldn't tell right from the beginning. I could tell right away, right away when before the episode started, that Carl was going to die in that episode. Well, you knew this was going to be his last season just because... Well, I knew it was going to be his last season, too old but, but here's, here's, where I, here's where I get annoyed with things about The Walking Dead. So before The Walking Dead starts... You get, you know, the teaser for the Talking Dead. Oh, look who's on our couch today for talk. Oh, okay, so they bring Carl in. That means this is Carl's last episode. Yes. He's going to die. So it's like we already knew he was going to die because Carl was the guest on the Talking it would, Dead. It would be like if I, on Survivor, <laughs> which returned this week. Okay, and we're going to be talking to these two people. Oh, I guess they got voted off this week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Rodriguez, who got voted off in the first hour of the episode of um, Survivor, because oh. I was actually watching it for once. Oh, I love her. And um, uh, she she thought for sure she was safe, and then she got voted off, and it was hilarious. And Bye. I got disappointed by that because 
You never got to see her vent because it was the two-hour episode, and they never gave her her time in front of the camera. Oh, yeah, that's right, her um, vote-off uh, speech. They, she didn't get that, and I was really disappointed. Like, she seems like the kind Maybe of she person. refused. Maybe she was like, I, I Yeah, I, I shouldn't have gotten voted. Or maybe it was really, really profane. Ooh, could have been. Because she looked pissed. But, um, That's yeah. what I like about Survivor. It's so cutthroat. But, I love the cut- but yes, um, returning right. to The Walking Dead, it was um, kind of a bla- kind of a blot episode. Yes, and, and but Carl I see reviews die. of get people giving it like nine point five, nine point three. I'm yeah, like, I, mean, I don't see it. What are you? Seeing? I think the big mystery with the show, with the episode, was how Carl was gonna die. And he got bit like a bitch. Yeah, like a little girl. All right, so what? A quick one thing I do feel bad with, and this kind of sucks, is Carl. Lived his whole life not being able to make out with a girl. Oh, poor guy. Poor guy, man. He had Enid. I thought for sure him and Enid would, like, have a moment, maybe make out, hold hands. Nope. You know, a little something-something, but nothing. Poor Carl couldn't even get, like, a little kissy kiss from, from Enid or any of the other girls that were his age. Just poor guy. I feel bad for Carl. But uh, uh, he's gone, so... uh. I, I have no idea what's next. No, obviously. I've, <laughs> we'll, just, well, we'll just see what happens on Sunday. Well, and... you see, the one thing that you're probably going to be really disappointed in is we're probably not going to see that dictator Rick anymore because you heard his speech that he said he's going to try and make the future Carl wanted, which is a more peaceful one. Yeah, well. And that. I mean, I but they tried to do that before and it didn't work out. Yes, well, it. I'm not saying that when the big battle with Negan... What needs to happen is Daryl needs to take over the group. Well, Daryl's probably going to be the one that, if they do end up going with the kill Negan option, it's going to be Carl... No, I mean, um, Daryl who does the deed. You think so? Because I, I, I think the whole show is just leading up to a big showdown between Rick and Negan, like, well, like the, fighting uh, it out. Yes, but that... But Rick that's, will uh, have... that's also what's going to disappoint me. Like, I don't want to see those two guys have one of those action movie fist fights that just lasts, like, 20 minutes. I do. I would rather almost see, like, Negan sleeping, Rick come in and just slit his throat to sleep. Boy, that, like, I would, not... And then I would like to see some... Sh- and, then, and, then, and then Negan, like, wake up and they make eye contact and Rick's like, gotcha, bitch. I guarantee like you're like not that. gonna. Like, I guarantee you're not gonna see that because <laughs> why the, can't why can't they kill him like that? That because, would be awesome. Because the whole it's not gonna be Rick who does it. it. If they do that, it won't be him because once again, the whole point of Negan to Rick is Rick is supposed to find his humanity in seeing how detestable Negan is. Okay. It's the whole point of his character. Understood. But um, let's move on. Right. Tom- uh, tomorrow night, March the fourth. It's the 2018 Oscars, the number 90. Lots of, once again, lots of Best Picture nominees. Not as many as some years, but more I think than not nine this year. Yep. Yeah. Well, what's the? They said they said they could do up to. I think they. Yeah, I think they. I think they said they could do up to 12 or 13. But I thought they did 15. 13 one year. I'm like, that's a lot. Uh, yeah, they they might have done 12 at one point, but yeah. So, anyways, they got nine. Um, which, by the way, speaking of that, I I heard uh. Uh, somebody on on another radio station uh, talking, who, and this person cast votes for the Oscars. Oh, excuse me. He cast votes for the Oscars, and he was telling me how you have to vote for Best Picture. You rank your pictures, one through nine. Oh, wow. And the Best Picture. Well, yeah, it's like the and, MVP and, whoever, and the Best Picture winner has to get at least 52% of the vote. What happens if, if you don't? And if it doesn't happen, then they go to what's in last place, and they take some of those votes. Oh, okay. That- so they, they kind of like – but they're – that's what leaves the door wide open for upsets. 
Because right. if if it's a really close race between two movies, and then you grab the percentage from that last place, and like, <clears throat> so there is a potential for an upset. But yeah, we'll go through. It's uh, like Heisman. We'll go. We'll, we'll talk about how uh, do we want we'll to. Um, do this. Do we want to start off with the big one, or yeah, let's want... just let's just go right down the list here. We'll start off with the best pitcher. Um, um I think. This isn't the one that I want to win. Yeah, t- t- tell me, what do you think is going to win? What do you want to okay, win? Okay, what I think is going to win is three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Ditto. I and agree. I think um, uh, the Post should win because I really like it, and I think it would be really, really cool, well, but impossible, for Get Out to win. All right, so here's here's a thought I have. Um, I, th- I think three billboards is going to win. Yes. Um, but I think... Get Out has a chance to pull off the upset, um, only because of what I was just talking about with with, yes. the, with the percentage of votes, and you kind of think that. Uh, I, I mean, I think when a lot of people submit, because before they actually pick out who the nominees are, people vote. Right. And I think this movie just making an appearance on Best Picture, and when they get that final ballot, I got a feeling a lot of people are going to rank that like. Out of the nine movies, if you were to go one through nine, there, I would say Get Out's in the top five on almost every ballot. Yeah. I, so, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I just don't so think. So that's why I, I think I wouldn't be surprised if Get Out pulls an upset. But cool. I really, really would, if I was to bet money, I, I'm putting it on three billboards. Oh, me too. I'm putting it right there. Um, let's move on to Best Director. And this one, because I don't think it will win many other ones, but it's one of those kind of masterpieces i didn't see it but i get it um guillermo del toro with the shape of water i think we'll pick it up here yeah it's i mean this one's it's an art house piece this one's a little wide open i mean you've got um greta a female director yeah i mean just i i'm just i i i really hope that people don't play into like oh well we got a female director we got to give it to her like i mean i i hope that that doesn't happen um i personally want christopher nolan to win because he's like my favorite director, and that, that he's was up a for techni- Dunkirk. Like, that's a, that was a technical masterpiece. Which while I mean, I oh mean, no, Dunkirk is going to clean up on all those technical film- cinematography. I have a, like three things circled on my list right yeah. here. Cinematography, I just have that one circled. That one is a stone cold bleeping lock to win yeah. cinematography. Well, no, yeah, I mean Dunkirk's going to pick up a lot of the technical awards. Uh, I, I'd like, I'd love to see Nolan actually win, but uh, if, if Nolan doesn't win. Um, Jordan Peele, I think, has got a that's really good want, shot here. That's who I think should win. I just don't think he will. I think it's going to go to Del Toro. Actress in a leading role. Who do you uh, got as your uh, – This is another Stone Cold Lock. Francis McDermott. Yeah. Just I, no I, one out – should win, will win, deserves it no matter here's, what. Here's here's how I feel. Francis is a lock. Uh, upset will be uh, uh, Sarisa Ronan from Lady Bird. This is her third Oscar nomination. The girl's only like 21 years old. I would. I could also see Meryl Streep getting it, just because Meryl Streep mm. is a national treasure. She just gets a nomination anyway. Regard. She has a lock for a nomination. Well, because she always. Is I actually amazing. heard. I actually heard somebody give out a stat that Meryl Streep is the biggest loser in Oscar history. Because she has been nominated like twenty three times and only has won like twice. Yeah, but she's always. <laughs> she's always that damn good. She's always one of the best. Just always does an A plus performance. All right, this one will be easy. Actor in leading role, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, no. No one else has a shot. <laughs> no one else has a-, a shot. Actress in a supporting role. I'm going to keep with the Golden Globes. Allison Janney will win for oh my I, Tanya. God. I Absolutely. When I watched I, Tanya, I, I mean, I, I knew Allison Janney was going to get an Oscar just watching the movie. 
I mean, with that, this is before they were handing out awards for any any other shows. I watched I Thought I was like, she's winning an Oscar. I've been. She was fantastic. She's one of my movie. favorite actresses. I've loved her since I saw did her. Did you see on, I Tanya? I did. Oh my I, gosh, she's I've, fantastic! Look at, at the end with the is, bird. <laughs> it is oh, so like, weird for me so to good. see her because I remember her from being C.J. Gregg from The West Wing, where she's on this idealistic person and then she plays God, I mean that. she looked just like her mom I know and um moving on supporting role this one I I'm have, a little torn on I this got, one I, there's a lot of people that could win it I think Christopher Plummer probably will win it but I'd wow. like Woody Harrelson to win it alright so I like Woody here, here's some thoughts on supporting role uh, Sam Rockwell has been cleaning up some of the awards for this mm-hmm. uh, I think he won the Golden Globe so people are giving him the the odds, the favoritism. Well, yeah, They're saying yes. Sam Rockwell will probably win the supporting actor role. Me, personally, I will give it to Christopher Plummer because he was fantastic in All the Money in the World. Yeah. That was one of the best movies of the year, and, and this is like really one of the only Oscar nominations it has. Right. Um, I would like to see him win. However, Woody Harrelson was also really good in Three Billboards. I'd love to see him I win. Can I'm see a huge this, I can fan. see this going a lot of different ways just because the performances here were so good across the board. That the voting could be way out of whack, and somebody yes. could maybe win by like three votes. And if that happens, yeah. look out for William Defoe, which Defoe. this is his first Oscar nomination. He's Ooh. been in a lot of movies. I actually, Brad, I just watched the Florida Project yeah. movie he's nominated for. Talk about, I mean, if I could redo my top ten list, this would be in it. Oh wow! This was a fantastic movie. Cool. And William Defoe's. A character in it is really, really good. He's the only like character anybody. He's the only actor that's known in this movie. Everybody else is like no name actors. Right. A lot, there's some kid actors. Um, it, it feels like you're watching a documentary, but you're not. This is like a scripted movie. I'm really surprised this movie didn't get more nominations, including Best Picture. It was a great movie. Look at I again. Right. Sam Rockwell's probably the favorite. I want Christopher Plummer to win. I want but Woody. I also kind of want William Defoe to win. I want Woody Harrelson <laughs> to win. So we are all over the board. Let's move on to two of the coolest categories. Those two screenplays, original screenplay. I think if um, Get Out's going to get one, I think this is where it, he, um, uh, Jordan Peele gets his I, award. I would almost say I would almost say it's a lock because I feel like Get Out's going to win at least one Oscar. I think this and is this its is one. Probably the one. Yeah, I agree. Adapted I, screenplay. Although I would still say, since it's um, the one a lot of people like, um, uh, three ebbing, three billboards could win, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if The Big Sick gets a win, just because that um, is um, a pretty good flick. Yeah, no. Um, adapted screenplay. This is such a tough one. So, and I you know you want to see Logan win, right? I picked Logan. I'm like, you I don't think Logan. it will. Right. I want it to. I want it, so I'm picking Logan. I Logan think, is my winner. I think it would be really cool. Snick, snick. I think it'd be really cool if Logan win wins, but I'm pulling for Aaron Sorkin. I want Molly's game to win. You know, Aaron Sorkin is the man. I I mean Molly's game. If you're if you're a fan of movies like The Wolf of Wall Street and The Big Short, Molly's game is told in a similar style where the main character narrates the movie. There's a lot of jokes, a lot of puns. Nice. And Jessica Chastain is fantastic in this movie. Aaron Sorkin. This is the first film, the first feature film he wrote. Mm-hmm. This, I, I, I feel like Aaron Sorkin's going to win, but, again, you know, the disaster artist could pull off an upset. I yes. doubt Logan's going to pull off the upset, but I'm really going to give it to Molly. Fingers game. crossed. Animated feature. First of all, they had to really um, uh, call the um, bottom of the barrel to get some uh, nominees for this one because somehow the boss baby made it in. Coco's a but lock, But Coco's man. a lock. I mean, did you see Coco? I did. Did but you cry? I, 
A little. Yeah, me too. But um, <laughs> but I, I just look at some of these names. Like most of these, I don't know. And I'm like, how did the Boss Baby get nominated for anything? The Boss Baby was bad. <laughs> it was an objectively bad film, and somehow it got nominated. I didn't see any of the documentaries. Did you? Uh, I did not see any of those. Okay, so we'll just say Icarus is gonna win. So let's uh, real quick. Um, we know from my uh my top ten list that uh, we did uh, a couple episodes ago. That yeah. I said Baby Driver is my favorite. Movie, I, I, I think Dunkirk's going to clean up on the sound editing, sound mixing Oscars. I think it's going to win I hope Baby one. Driver gets one. I think I, it's going to win I think one. it will because Baby Driver was one of those movies that was really loved by a lot I of people. I think it's going to get the sound mixing. Yeah. I mean, great soundtrack. I feel like it's going to get one because that's the thing is with a lot of these – a lot of these technical awards is a lot of times they give them to movies like, all right, we want to just so just to show you that we loved your yes. movie, so you can say this is an Oscar winner film. Just like I can say Suicide Squad is an Oscar winning film because they won the sound mixing Oscar last year. So, but um, I think movie- Baby Driver will get one of the sounds, and then Dunkirk is probably going to clean up cinematography, sound mixing, original score. Yeah, probably original score. Even though Phantom Thread score was really good. First, uh, the makeup and hairstyling. How did film um, editing? Dark I mean, Dunkirk over? for sure. Film editing. Well, cinematography is its biggest one. Costume design. How about, that one's right, going to shape of water. Uh, we'll go to our. We'll go to last one here. Nerdy one. Visual effects. We got Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yep. Kong Skull, Skull Island. Star Wars: Last Jedi and War for Planet of the Apes. I hope it's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Really, I think Star Wars is going to. Well, I think Star Wars is going to get it, but I'd sort of like to see Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Um, oh, speaking of documentaries, I did watch uh, Heroin, the documentary short subject. That was actually a really good one. Oh, cool. That was on Netflix, but I didn't see any of the others. Yeah. and um, uh, Oh, I heard Kobe Bryant might win an Oscar. For Dear Basketball. Yes, Dear Basketball, a short film animated. Kobe Bryant was a big-time producer on this movie, so I, I – it was confirmed. I heard actually from another uh, on another show. This the guy fifth said, greatest basketball said, player if, of all time. If Deer Basketball wins the short frame animated film, Kobe Bryant will go up to receive the Oscar because it is his movie. He's the nice. producer on it. KB. And, and so, uh, so I'm kind of rooting for that to happen. You know. Oh yeah, KB24. Let him do it. Yep. All right. So there you go. The Oscar. There's uh, me and Brad's yes. picks. Three and, uh, being three billboards is the uh, quick question for you though. Yeah. Will there be any uh, any well, screw-ups? Actually, actually, that's one thing I wanted to talk about. I can't wait for the opening segment of this on Oscars because last year, same host, and last year it ends with the screw-up. I want to know what the comedy writers have planned for this because they have to have something in mind at least for the opening. And the bi- opening is always good. It's always fun. And they're going to have so much fun with whatever ha- with what happened last year. Yeah, I mean, I I, I – I'm really hoping for a lot of comedy. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of jokes, probably some James Franco jokes, some Casey Affleck jokes. <laughs> I mean, some Harvey well, Weinstein comments. I, that's Here's the thing, though, is when it comes to all these award shows, I mean, this is the one that's the most watched, the most paid attention to. So, you know, all of the celebrities are going to be bringing out their, their you know, their very strong comments. Yeah. Um, Which... Uh, is going to be interesting because uh, everybody's got something to say when it comes to like you know the you know uh, what, I don't know what you want to call it the female movement in Hollywood. Me too <laughs> movement. The Me Too mov- movement. Um, Me too. And, and, and then, of course up. the diverse stuff. They've always talked about diversity in the Oscars. Well, Get Out is breaking all those diversities. You know. Yes. And, I, 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 and going I, back to the director thing, um, if you remember, 
during the Golden Globes, um, all of the nominated directors were male. Natalie Portman uh, named the nominees, and she goes – and before she made the comment, she said, here are the all-male nominees for Best Director. So that's why I made that comment before about Greta being nominated for director for an Oscar. Well, and, the votes had already been cast maybe, by that time, yeah, though, so it doesn't that's matter. That's what I'm saying. Maybe after – that Golden Glow moment, maybe she gets a few more votes. So oh, no. Would, wouldn't be surprised in, if Greta pulls off the upset for La- Lady Bird was a fantastic movie, oh, yeah. too. So. But, um, yeah, that's our show for this week. Um, We're going to be taking a quick um hiatus again. I'm going to be going up to Milwaukee next week. You're going to Orlando, Florida to yep. go see Mickey Mouse. Yep, me and the mouse hanging out. And uh, I think the weekend after that I'm going to be a little busy, too. So we're probably going to take a few weeks off. Maybe oh, we'll geez. return. Should return on the 24th. I think. Uh, the yeah, I can do the 24th. I'm, and we'll uh, catch up on Walking Dead. I think Flash is back now. It Supergirl is. Supergirl will be back, I think. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been Episode 80 of the Hillcrest Duo. I am Brad Risto. Follow me on Twitter at, at – not at Outsider Brad. I changed it to at Brad Risto. And I am at Metal John Radio on Twitter. Okay, thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back in a couple weeks for another episode of the Hillcrest Duo.